listening to the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. It's like a singing song thing. I'm not sure. Lawson's laughing right now. Uh, I never know how I'm going to go into the breakfast show. Like I, I try mm. to keep it fresh. Kind of. I'm an OG who keeps it new G. I don't know if that's a thing actually at all. Please stop talking. I'm good. <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna have another clue for the quiz. Wait, we have. I just want to let people know we got a few people who got the answer correct. Oh yeah, good like, job. Quite a few people. Mm-hmm. So great work. Like actually, quite a few people. Like lots of people actually. So, uh, like wait, Fre- how many people? Franco, Janelle, Bruce, Liz, Karen, Diana, Raphael. Great job. You guys are all getting the answer correct, and there's more and more. Coming in all the time as well, too. But now we're on our next clue. Mm-hmm. Hit it. Peter said, the devil prowls around like this creature looking for someone to devour. Oh, if you know what the answer is, 0491-064-669. That's the number to call or text. And you'll win our amazing prize that is Snake Bites and Shipwrecks. So you'll get in the draw. We're going to be drawing it tomorrow. So get in now we're not drawing it tomorrow are we is it wow like it's thursday it is thursday i thought it was wednesday because because to my just to my credit i was talking to my sister this morning Mm -hmm. she's in america Mm -hmm. it's wednesday over there still Mm -hmm. and my whole day got turned upside down (sighs) on american time i wish it was wednesday (laughs) i got lots of study to do man really I i got some homework to do and i'm like Oof. But but instead of doing homework, you were out singing last I night. I was out singing. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Correct. Guilty as charged. Guilty uh, as charged. All you do is go to festivals of faith and mm. sing and <laughs> live that social life. That's right. Bit of a bit of a bit of a butterfly. I am. You are. But you're listening to what the breakfast show again. That number is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Peter said that the devil prowls around like a lion, looking for. a creature like what what's happening here are you okay i just said the answer did you <laughs> yeah i did hear it I, i'm going back in I my just, brain i just I know. said it okay well uh, hopefully well you know what well uh <laughs> it's now it's now worth less points okay everyone gets 100 points from now on if you get it correct i'm i'm really sorry i'm re- <laughs> you did I, I said it, yep. yeah. You said it. <laughs> you said it, man. What? Yeah, you've been going good. You haven't done that for a long time. For a while. And then just, <sighs> you know why? You it's were a lot caught of off pressure. guard. You were, it's tons of pressure. Yeah. You're, literally, there's so much pressure. Yeah. Okay. 0491 <sighs> if you know the answer. <laughs> which you probably will because I just said it. I hope so, you do now. <laughs> I, we hope if you missed it after that, you fumbled the bag. Okay. We, <laughs> we, we gave you a layup. We gave you an easy drive to the bar. The, the ball is in front of the net and you know what that's you called a million dollar move. 10 cent finish. That's right. Yeah. So that was, that's what I just did. That was, I it. just did a 10 cent finish. You did, but, but someone's going to get that rebound. Yeah. And get ca- it back up capitalize there and, on and that. Capitalize on Definitely. That. Yeah. Absolutely. So you just maybe got somebody a triple-double. Hustle in there, yeah. <laughs> Be- become Russell Westbrook. Go for it. Uh, anyways, continuing on. Wow. Yikes. Do we even go on? Do we do? Do we even we read just, the I just live. I just live in the shame of, <laughs> of 
such a dramatic failure and we just end the show. It's just like, well, it's been great listening. Thanks everyone yep. for joining here's, us. Goodbye. Uh, no. 45 minutes of music. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, hey, uh, we do have a few uh, text messages here. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them are from some people where they're listening, you know, Chambers Flat, you know, Gaythorn in Brisbane. Thanks so much for listening up there. We talked about that earlier as well, too. A uh, lot of uh, text messages about the answer that you just gave away for free. You're just giving, you're just giving points out. You're like the point welfare program over here. You're just giving the answers away. Uh, but hey, <laughs> uh, Raphael texts in and says, this is a, another Raphael. We have many Raphaels on the show. One of the Raphael says, hey, Blake and Lawson, love the show. I didn't get a chance to respond when the clue is worth 500 points. Classic move. But the answer is what Lawson said before. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give the answer away Mm -hmm. because some of us don't do that as often as others on (laughs) the show. Okay. Okay. Some of us don't know how to read, (laughs) so they don't read out the quiz clues. That could be any any three of us. (laughs) That could be any three of us. We don't know. Um, (laughs) Very rude. (laughs) Well, actually, speaking of reading, we are going to be reading our Bible study this morning. Yeah, this absolutely. is the 20 million movement Bible study. It's the last week of the 13 weeks of this quarter. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? I am not. Is this not lesson 12? It's actually lesson 12. So I apologize. A, it's the second last week. But it's the penultimate week. Yes. Of the 13 week Bible study for the uh-huh. ultimate guide. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I just realized that as it came out of my mouth and I didn't mean to lie, I was misinformed by my own brain. So just want to throw that out there. We're on the settling of accounts uh, Bible study today. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. We have kind of been talking about finances and resources mm-hmm. and managing for the master until he returns. But it's also important to recognize, and we've talked about this a little bit. Hey, guess what? All your assets, all your resources are only useful for the preparation of preparing others for the return of Jesus, right? Mm. So let's say buy a house. You can use that house to study the word of God and have a little care group there as well too. Mm-hmm. Let's say buy uh, a pool. Well, baptisms, <laughs> there baptisms, you go. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you buy a pizza oven, an outdoor pizza oven. I went up to uh, Kingscliff last, a few weekends ago, mm. and a guy named Daniel was up there, and he was just making... Some of the best pizzas I've ever had. And I'm not just talking about like just like homemade. I'm talking about some of the best pizzas I've ever had, including I've been in Italy, been all over Europe, been like eating different pizzas here in Australia and America as well too. This guy's got a talent. That's high praise. It is. It really is. And I love my pizza. This guy, he did eight different flavors of pizzas and we all had, there was eight of us and we all Mm -hmm. had one slice from each pizza. Mm-hmm. So we all had one pizza, but it was wow. all the different flavors, and it was amazing. It's really, really good. So anyway, the point of that being is like you can use your resources, right, to build the kingdom. Whatever it could be a pizza oven, it could be a pool for baptisms, which is a great place to mm. to do baptisms. To be honest, uh, you know, you could have snowmobiles. Mm. Very awkward in Australia. Uh, probably not <laughs> as useful uh, in Australia as other places. Would but, they work on the sand? You know, I was actually just, as I thought I about that. I think sand's too loose. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think sand's packed enough. 
Yeah, so I don't it, know. They definitely. What if it was like the sand between the water and the loose sand? You know, like the oh, like little the wet, the wet sand. sand. I think it could handle that. I think it would yeah. rip that up. Yeah, just like, yeah. So whatever it is that you have, use it for the glory of God. Use it in a way that you can connect with others for the purpose of building God's kingdom. So that's like real resource allocation. Saying, mm. hey, this is what we have. This is what we're going to use. Now, we have to also remember that when we think about the end of everything, we don't know exactly what it is. And Jesus' disciples are also like, hey, when when is everything going to come to an end here? And it's a reasonable question because Mm. it's something that Christians focus on all the time. So if you can, read for us Matthew 24, verse 3, so that we can have a deeper understanding of where the disciples were uh, in their journey spiritually with Jesus, looking forward to the end of all things and 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 the second coming of Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew 24 and verse 3, Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said to him, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Okay, very valid question. And Jesus' response is a two-chapter response. Mm -hmm. He's basically going, here's all the signs. Here's all the the things that are going to take place before the return. And then he starts to give what we like to call parables, which are stories that aren't real, that are told for a spiritual purpose Mm. to increase our faith and our understanding about the kingdom. And then he says three specific parables, one of which we're going to read from Matthew chapter 25 about the parable of the talents. Mm. Now, this this is a really interesting story. There's a lot of things that we can pull from this. And we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 19 mm. the parable of the talents all right matthew 20 you're listening to the breakfast show contact us on 0491-064-669 all right matthew 25 verse 14 to 19 blake just cutting me off there <laughs> as i was about i thought to you saw that i was giving you the layup bro nah i, I don't know <laughs> i was giving you the layup i uh i'm blind <laughs> okay fair yep. enough well, Only, hey, you're doing really good for a blind guy yeah, in here. Like, yeah. you're oh, reading, watch me read You're reading this really well. I, I'm, I'm so sensitive in my my finger Emotions. braille ability that I can I can just touch the ink and I know what it's saying. By the way, I just shout out to people who can read braille. That's insane. That yeah. is literally, literally one of the most impressive things that I know a person to do. Wow. If you can read braille, like, think about how, like, that's wild to me. Like... Mm. You have to use your fingers to just touch the little dots. I've seen it happen. I've seen people read it and they touch the the, the little dots in the Braille. Like nothing but respect for my Braille guys out there. Mm. So Braille guys and gals, good on you. Mm. Nothing but respect. Absolutely. Hey, we have our verse here. Starting in verse 14 in Matthew 25, the Bible says, Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by a story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it into portions, uh, uh, in, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went and worked and earned two more. 
But the servant who received one bag of silver dug a hole and put it in the in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, the master returned from his camp and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. Okay. If we compare this story to Luke chapter 19, verse 24, I just want to point out that, you know, when we hear the word talents, a lot of people automatically assume skills, natural abilities, you know, motorcycle opportunities, like for you, like those, you got a talent for like riding motorcycles, right? Yeah. Growing a beard for you. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's not a skill. That's just. It's biology. Yeah. (laughs) No, it can be cultivated. Really? I don't know. I think riding a motorcycle is way more skillful and talented than growing a beard. This thing just never stops. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. I can ride a motorbike, but I can't grow a beard. Okay, fair enough. So, okay. And I can't ride a motorbike. So, yeah. So I think there's, yeah. Win-win. 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 Okay, good stuff. Good good to know. But uh, this is not talking about skills, talents, or abilities, or beards. Mm. This is actually talking about moolah, cash, clams. clams. <laughs> De Niro. De Niro. Okay, not Robert. Dollary dude. Yeah, not Robert De Niro, just the De Niro. Regular De Niro dollars. Uh, those, euros. You know, euros, absolutely. That that yin-yin, you know. Salt, <laughs> if you lived in ancient Rome, because that would... Is that what they used? Yeah, like, I mean, in a lot of ancient societies, they use salt as currency. Okay, interesting. Did not even, I didn't know that. Um, I just thought they used it for seasoning for those pizzas that Daniel makes. So... <laughs> the the interesting thing about this parable though is we got to remember it's actually about that cash it's mm-hmm. about that the green the moolah right the the money now why is this important because it's not just um, so often we go like what talents are you using for the lord you know and and that's good we want to use those for sure but here's what i've found people don't want to People don't want to put their finances towards anything other than the things that they want to put them towards, right? So finances are a very touchy topic. It's very like, well, hey, you know, the church is just trying to take all my money, you know? Like, mm. I've heard that so many times. Like, well, the church is so good. Why are they trying to steal my money? And it's like, no, that's not what the church is trying to do. Like, we're putting our money together for the empowerment and the building of the kingdom together, right? And so... It's, it's important for us to remember that these parables are literally about how we utilize and use the resources that we have been given, especially the finances that God has given us the ability to earn, mm-hmm. to invest, to grow, and to distribute, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a quote here I really want to read that says that the parable of the talents, right, has not been fully understood. This important lesson was given to the disciples for the benefit of Christians living in the last days. So that's us. That's, mm. that's people who are living right before Jesus returns. And those talents do not represent merely the ability to preach and instruct from the word of God. The parable applies to the temporal means which God has entrusted to his people. I don't know why it is. I don't know what the. it's so easy. But when you go and talk about this with a group of Christians and be like, what talents are you using for the Lord? And they're like, I am painting pictures for Jesus, or I am preaching the word. That's all good. That's wonderful. That's fine. Mm. But you better put your money where your mouth is, mm. right? That's an old an old saying from the South, where I'm from. Like, mm. boy, you're going to put your money where your mouth is? You know, like, to basically <laughs> say, don't put your money on your mouth. It's actually very filthy. Yeah. Um, 
and from hyg- hygienic perspective. I don't know. I don't use cash. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, really great point. So don't put your um, debit card or your phone to your lips. That, yeah. That also probably filthy as well too. Mm-hmm. The point is, it's so easy to spiritualize this story mm. instead of actually take it for what it is and recognize no. Yeah. We've got to actually use it's the money of what this is actually it's about. It's talking about means in mm-hmm. general. I, I don't I, I think it, it reaches further than money, not not into the space of 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 talents, but rather into the space of your time. Your so both yeah, well, we know that this classic saying, what is money? Money is time. Time. Time is money. Um because basically where you spend time is what becomes, you know, your means. And, and it's just saying, essentially what this is saying is, Hey, you can, uh, in, and even time is temporal as well, because we don't like, we have it and we won't have it for very long, you know, because we eventually die where we, which in terms of which direction we go doing those things, they will, you know, I think it's just a very clear occasion, a, a clear equation of, where we put our time and our money is what is going to improve, mm. what is going to change, what is going to grow. And the, and that's exactly what's happening in the case of these people here. Two of them have said, I'm going to invest my time and money into, you know, into given, taking what the master has given me and, and growing it and using it on his behalf. And that's exactly what happens. But then, the one who says, oh, well, I'm going to not think about it. I'm not going to put any time or I'm not going to have anything to do with this. Ultimately, nothing changes. Mm. Well, let's actually read the settling of that account in uh, Matthew 25, verses 20 to 23. It says, the servant to whom had it been entrusted five bags of silver came back with five more. And the master said, gave me five bags of silver to invest and I earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received two bags of money came back and said, My master gave me two bags of money to invest and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling a small amount. So now I'll give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant with one bag of money, one bag of silver, came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the in the earth, and look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant. If you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit your money with the bank? At least you could have gotten interest on it. Hmm. So... We have three servants. Number one, he gets a whole bunch of stuff, doubles it, gets all the money back. Number two, he's got a medium amount of stuff, doubles it, gets the money back. Number three, so we're, we're looking at 100% profits here, man. I wish <laughs> wish I knew. Dude, who are these guys? Yeah, like, who are what these are they guys? investing in and how can I get in on these investments as well too? Uh, it's, you know, it's very interesting. I want to talk about the four quadrants of how to utilize your money later mm. on. Uh, we're going to listen to Nashville Tribute Band because I have been given much here in just a little bit. But before we do, I think it's important to recognize that 
if we have a little, God doesn't give us an excuse to not use it, mm. right? So not having enough is not a good enough excuse mm. to not use it to grow for the kingdom of heaven. So just remember that when you're, when you're thinking about, oh, but I don't have enough money to do. That's not actually a good excuse. Mm. We all can provide a portion. And if we all put in a portion together, it will make a huge difference. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We have a couple of text messages, but I'm not going to read those just yet because I want to finish what we're doing here in our Bible study, except actually one of these text messages about our Bible study, so I will read that one. Janelle texts in, it's the last week, this week for the lesson, there is no 13 this quarter. <gasps> was I right? Yes. I was? Uh-huh. I thought it was the last one. What? But you let me believe? You led me astray and you let me believe. This is a good lesson to be careful who you mm-hmm. trust on Faith FM. Mm-hmm. There's one presenter that you can trust and another you cannot apparently. <laughs> it was a prank. <laughs> you cannot call it a prank. It was a prank. You're listening to The Breakfast Thanks, Show. Janelle, for exposing the truth <laughs> live on air. Unbelievable, Lawson. Karen also sent in a text message saying, Lawson, you'll be happy to know that Australia does own a part of Antarctica. Oh, that's what Which, you said earlier. Yeah, because I was like, I was talking. And they also own was, all of Tasmania. Well, I was I was saying that Tasmania is just as much as a part of Australia as Antarctica. Well, and I'm kind of what I was saying was true. <laughs> Dude, don't don't spin your <laughs> game. Don't spin your webs <laughs> of deceit here on Faith FM. <laughs> You're listening to the Breakfast Show. Hey, I already gave away the answer to the quiz, but if you're still not sure what it is. Here we go. Final clue. Uh, Jesus is the blank of the tribe of Judah. Yeah. Jesus is the blank of the tribe of Judah. 0491-064-669. Dude, you weren't in here when Blake, uh, Lyle and I used to get sent the questions from Shell. Now, it comes through on the iPad, and it was a race for us to... Oh, dude, I did that. I did that as well, too. You, we raced... No, I don't think we've raced, but I, I was here when Shell used to send through the, the questions, for sure. She, she would send through the clues on the iPad, and Lyle and I would race to write down it first. And it was I'd be, like, halfway through the question and then, like, would start mumbling off, like, writing down the answer because I'm like, I want to beat Lyle. Got it. So bad. But it was, it was a good time. It was a fun time. Good times. But now, now, oldies. now we were like, was that the best for the listeners? You know, I'm like mumbling half the quiz question because I'm trying to get it before Lyle. But hey, again, that last quiz clue, Jesus is the blank of the tribe of Judah. 0491-064-669. The end of that passage that we read before in Matthew 25 in verse 23, it says, uh, enter into the joy of your Lord, talking to the good and faithful servants. I think it's important for us to remember that... Look, it feels good to make money. No doubt about it. I, and I'll, I'll tell you this, Lawson. I've been homeless I've been homeless three times, plus a couple times I was residentially challenged, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't really count those as homeless, but there's been three times I was actually homeless in my life. And I got to tell you, man, I love showers. Mm-hmm. They're great, okay? Amen. I've had, I've had money and I have not had money. I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Mm. 
Uh, it's way better to have money than to not have money. And I can say that from very real, painful personal experience. But money doesn't do everything. Having money doesn't buy you happiness. Uh, it can help buy you things that make you happy for a minute, but it doesn't actually buy you this happiness. But entering into the joy of the Lord is when you use finances in a way that is pleasing unto the Lord and builds the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Now, I have had a very crazy journey in my life. I've had mm. some ups and downs for sure. Uh, and what I've learned, part of this, when it comes to financial earning and learning and talking about the resources that we have, I want to share with our listeners, there's four main ways to make money. Mm. And the reason I'm saying these are the ways to make money is so that they can have a better understanding of how they can use that money to build the kingdom of heaven. Now, the first way, just imagine with me like a, a square box with four squares mm. in it, okay? The top left-hand corner of this box, so there's four square boxes. It's a 2D uh, shape. It's just one square with four squares inside. The left-hand corner is employment. This mm. is what 95% of us do, essentially. Maybe 90% of us do. Employment. This is the number one way to make money, where you trade your time for an income, mm. right? So you, for a wage, a salary, um, a payment, right? So the first one there, you go to work, you do your work, maybe you clean the toilets, maybe you uh, vacuum the carpets, maybe you mow the lawn, maybe you pull the teeth out if you're a dentist, maybe you uh, do backflips if you're in the circus, whatever it may be, right? Mm. You trade your time for money. Number one way that most people make money. It's not the number one way to make money, but it's the number one way that most people go mm. to make money. Now, on the next square below is called being an entrepreneur or a small business owner. So basically a small business, maybe you're a, a baker, right? Mm. You bake them donuts in mm. the morning. You, you look like a guy who likes to. Do you like donuts? If they're vegan. Vegan donuts. Do you like those gluten-free vegan donuts? Yeah, they're good. But I had some ones down in Victoria. Amazing. These vegan donuts, they were huge and they were amazing. Okay. There's so like, there's like a cinnamon one and then like a Biscoff one. Ooh, they were incredible. That does sound good. So imagine with me, that's an entrepreneur. This is someone who owns their own business and they make money, not from trading their time for money. They're still trading their time in some way, but it's different because they're paying themselves. Like they're mm. making a product, they're, they're providing a service, they're getting paid in that, that capacity. Mm. Okay? It's different. The, and that's a better way to make money because you have more control over it. Mm -hmm. I, I, we were reading an article just recently about a girl who started a cleaning company during COVID because she lost her job. Mm -hmm. Now makes more money than she ever did before because wow. she's in charge mm -hmm. of her like time and her energy, right? That entrepreneurial spirit. Now, on the other quadrant here or the other square is a big business owner with 100 plus employees. So now that's a big company. That's You have 100 employees who are working for you. You own this big company, right? So a small business owner is any business that has less than 100 people, right? Now, a big business owner, that's 100 plus employees. And that's a great way to make money because mm. you've got all these people who are all focused on making money for you. And mm. then you have a lot more. And that kind of reminds me of these five talents the parable guys, right? You got the one guy who's got the one talent. He's just trading his time for money, but he doesn't even, he's unemployed really because he's not even working to get the money back. Then you've got the, the small business owner who has the three talents. Then you've got the big business owner who's got the five talents. But there's another way 
to do this as mm. well too. And this is what we were talking about before. The final square of the best way that a person can make money is to invest their money. Mm. So they invest it like these talents, like the talent, the guy who has the five talents and the three talents. They, and that's what I was saying. They're going to hundred percent returns on their investment, which we call ROI or return on investment. Investment is the best way to make money. Now, it's so interesting to me that the Bible teaches us that making money or that through this parable, the way they made money is they went and invested their money and then they got a return on their money, right? Mm. Not for trading their salary or trading their time for money. And so when you follow the Bible, the Bible has so much information about finances and business and investment and making money because God recognizes and understands that if he can show you the way to think about money, show you the way uh, to get a return on your money, you can be more effective and more uh, useful from a financial perspective for the kingdom of heaven. Mm. So if you're a millionaire and you're paying your tithe to the church, that's has a bigger impact than if you are, you know, on minimum wage and paying your tithe to the church. I want to be, I want to be clear. Both of those, God looks at from a spiritual perspective and says, thank you so much for what you're doing. Mm. And so, but God gives us these tools, these skills uh, to understand how money works so that it will benefit us. He calls us in Deuteronomy to be the head and not the tail. Mm. He wants us to be the leaders of innovation. He, he wants us to prosper. You know, this concept of, you know, he gives us all of these things like thou shall prosper. You will prosper if you follow these guidelines. So God doesn't want us to have a painful, suffering, terrible existence. He actually is encouraging us to have the abundant life. Mm. And a part of that abundant life is the opportunity to understand how money works so that we can then use it to build the kingdom. Mm. And I know guys who pay a double tithe. They pay 20% tithe. And I know some guys who live off of 10% of their income and pay a 90% tithe because God has blessed them so much they've gotten to a place where they can give back even more. And I believe that when God can trust us in the little things, Mm. he can trust us in the big things as well too. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Launches iPads and iPhones across the the desk here. Just be careful with that, okay? That's all right. Lawson's, you're a loose cannon, my man. Yeah, you're you're Cliff Towers. I am Cliff Towers. We always practice at that part of the show in between Mm. because Shell is a taskmaster and we're afraid of her. (laughs) But we love her. We love Shell. We love producer (laughs) Shell. She's just like... You better practice your lines. Get those lines done, boys. Okay, we are. Thank you, Shell. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> Hands in the air. Um, I'm a very, I'm a gentle soul. I'm a very gentle soul. Uh, mm. Hey, do you remember the quiz uh, clue that you gave the answer to everyone? Yeah, do you I want said, to talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, t- I'll talk about it. So, <laughs> you want to talk about that now? So, How does that make you feel? It, it's, uh, you know, I'm starting to care less. Cringe. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, well, because the clue was this. Jesus is the blank of... No, it wasn't. It was Peter said the devil prowls around like this creature. And that's where I said, oh, yeah. And that's when Peter says that 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 the devil prowls around like a lion looking yeah. to devour someone. So 
Unfortunately, I gave away the answer. Now, it doesn't seem like many people got it as a result of that. Maybe. I think there, there's some. There was some. There were some. But, but it, was, it, was a quick, it was a quick slip. But, the, uh, old, the old uh, slip of the tongue. Absolutely. Uh, but if, you're, if you were a faithful listener, you would have gotten that answer. Free points. Now, this is... Free points to enter into the draw. What, is, what, what else can you ask for on the breakfast show? There's a story here of Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, who he, he kills a lion on a snowy day. You said you love this story. Oh, I do. Why? It's just so cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like in the snow, mm-hmm. right? He goes out and he's just like... Like, how do you, first off, lions, whoa, but lions in the snow, even scarier. Mm. Like, cause all I can imagine is just like, like blood from the animals that they've killed and just like, there's blood in the snow and it's crazy. But this guy, he's a mighty man of valor and he just like sneaks up on this lion and just takes this lion out on a snowy day. I just think it's so cool because it talks about also, this is one of the guys who mm. is... A mighty man of valor, one of the thirty, I believe. Mm. And these are the dudes. These are like the boys. Like these are like the strongest dudes of David's army. Like his personal, like guard. You don't mess with them. There was three of them that were real wild. Mm. But then there was thirty of them, and I think this is one of the ones that's one of the thirty. Actually, actually, I'm not sure. It could be one of the three or the thirty. But you don't just go out and kill a lion in the snow and not be like a total beast yourself yeah. like this dude is probably working out every day i'm imagining a lot of kettlebell stuff um <laughs> <laughs> and uh just gets it done in the snow against a lion mm. right that like that dude i don't know what i would not like i've i've gone bear hunting i've never mm. gone lion hunting that's wild uh but i gotta say both a bear and a lion are like two of the least like animals I'd want to run into in the mm. woods. A bear is a little more crazy because they can take a lot more blows to the body. Like a bear mm-hmm. is not like chiseled. Like I imagine a lion has a six pack. Like that's just my my brain just goes, yeah, lion's got a six pack. It's more like a, a chiseled animal mm. of the of the animal pack. You know, like all the the Like the a kangaroo. Muscles. Bro, the, they can have six packs with the big packs are, as yeah, well too. They're, they're crazy actually. Yeah. Um yeah, but anyway, I'm far less afraid of a kangaroo than mm. a lion or a bear. Because sure. it basically takes one swipe of a paw, and your jaw is just lying on the ground. Mm. Right? And that's with a bear. So a bear just kind of bludgeons you, mm. but a lion just, like, rips you to pieces. Yeah. And I don't know what's worse. It, both of them sound Definitely, unfun. I don't want to get in the ring with either of those things, because firstly, that would be animal cruelty. But, <laughs> but No, hold on now. No, or maybe in a ring, but you can't call it animal cruelty if a bear attacks you in the woods. No, that, no, but that's the point. If I was fighting an organized fight against a bear or a lion, then that would be animal cruelty. So, but organized but, crime run by the bears. No, no, it's, yeah, bears. An, it's an organized fight in right. international waters where you know where I'm we fighting an animal. But look, that's why I don't want to do it. That's why I don't want to do it. Because you're worried but, about the animals. Yeah, for sure. Because that's animal okay. cruelty, forcing them to do something. But I wouldn't like to be caught in conflict with one. What if the animal the consented and was like, I want to eat you? Animals can't consent. What if they... What if this one no, 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 no. That is a slippery slope, Blake. <laughs> We're not going to go down it. Beautiful tunes on the beautiful breakfast show by CC Winans. Never have to be alone from the Let Them Fall in Love album. C.C. Winans is just like a classic. Like, yeah, you just 
Can you do better than that? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I think I've actually, you can do. I listened to another artist named Cece Winans. What? Yeah. No way. I don't know it's who Winans. this Winans is, but it's Cece Winans. You call her Winans? No, it's Cece Winans, guys. Okay. I promise you. Well, we'll, I, just, have to, we'll just have to get her on the phone. We will. I, I promise you. Wait, both of you think it's Winans? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. We're gonna. I'll have to find that out. We're go, we're googling 100%. that. While I Google that, can you share with our listeners what the uh, prize is? All right, our prize for today is a book called our giveaway. At the end of the day, it's not a prize. You didn't do anything to win, other than race to the phone zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Sounds like a prize to me. God's little book of emotional health from the heart by Elliot Misendio. Misendio. So. If you want this book, give us a call. It is all about how it is that God wants to speak to us in regards to our emotional health. He wants us to be emotionally healthy. He wants us to be able to connect with him, to connect with others, um, and to understand what is happening in our bodies, in our lives, in our brains. He has so much advice for us. 0491-064-669 is the number to call. Race to the phones. Be the first caller through by 9 a.m. C.C. Winans. C.C. Winans. That is a robot. That's not true. <laughs> Talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. We'll be back on the show tomorrow. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.